got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Hello Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. And we need to talk about Destiel. Yes, we do, as always. <laughs> as always. That's what we're here for. Um, so we have three episodes today. We have 402, 403, and 407. And since that's three episodes, we're going to try to keep these summaries short. Um, 402 is Are You There, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. And it's the first episode after the reveal about angels and Dean is not buying into it still. Um, he's like, you know, why, if, if there's angels, that must mean that there's a God and why, why me basically. Um, and then they start to realize that there are a bunch of hunters around them that are getting killed and they soon realize that they're also getting attacked themselves by ghosts of people who died due to the supernatural because of them. People like Victor Henriksen and Meg Masters, the vessel for the demon Meg. Uh, and what what is his name roy um and so on and bobby's got a couple of creepy little girls coming after him um sam realizes that this is uh sam and bobby together realize that this is a uh sign of the times basically and bobby finds stuff out of the book of revelations talking about how this is this is biblical basically and they find the spell and eventually get rid of the ghosts without you know <laughs> <laughs> they put a lot of effort into it <laughs> it's not it's not quite as simple as i'm making it sound um but they do succeed so they do succeed <laughs> so that and then and then cash shows up at the end um and it's unclear whether it's a dream or if it actually happens um and he's talking to dean and tells him that this was one of the 66 seals of the apocalypse and yeah. lilith is trying to raise lucifer basically which is kind of the setup for the entire season so yeah. it's a big deal yeah it's the episode where we hear about the apocalypse for the first time and then about the 66 seals which is, yeah, sets it up for an entire season, I think. Um, and after that, the next episode we have is uh, uh, season four, episode three, uh, which starts with uh, Cass uh, 
waking up Dean in a motel or just like Dean waking up and seeing Cass there and then just like that he sends Dean back uh, in, uh, back to the past where Dean met, uh, meets his dad and then meets his mom um, and uh, like the, the, the way Cass sets it, it up it's that, that he's there to stop something or change something uh, but Dean but he doesn't say directly what Dean has to do so Dean has to figure it out himself uh, so Dean uh, ends up meeting his grandparents and then it turns out that there are some demons involved uh, in some weird uh, killings disappearances and I mean around the town they are in and uh, then oh, the, the demon, the, uh, the, the demon that's main culprit in all of this turns out to be the yellow-eyed demon. And obviously Dean knows what that means and uh, they try to stop them, stop him, uh, but they do not succeed. Uh, and um, uh, at some point the demon possesses uh, Samuel, Dean's grandfather, after uh, Dean has actually told him uh, when told him that that he is uh samuel's grandchild even though that sounds very weird uh but as he was coming clean it turns out that samuel is not samuel is already possessed by the demon anyway so the demon in samuel's form in ends up killing john and then mary ends up making the deal to save him which starts the entire season one of supernatural uh, and Dean obviously fails uh, to do anything. Uh, and it all just goes on the way we have seen it in season one. Uh, that's, I think, yeah, what's, what's happened in 4.3. Yeah, so, um, and then we have It's Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester um which is our classic halloween episode um and there are strange killings around in town and they find witch hex bags and start hunting the witch and then Cass and a new angel uriel shows up um and they tell Sam and Dean that they need to get out of town now because this is another one of the 66 seals and the way they're going to stop it is they're going to purge the city and obviously Sam and Dean have a problem with that <laughs> um, and they refuse to leave and basically Dean's like you know you pulled me out of hell so i figure i'm worth something so i'm gonna stay here and you can either purge the city like you want to with me in it or you can back the fuck off <laughs> <laughs> um and they uh do um find the witch but it turns out that it's a little more complicated than that the witch has 
a brother and they're both trying to raise Sam Hain, which for the record is not how you actually pronounce Sam Hain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and uh it's uh it's a disaster and Sam Hain gets out and starts raising the dead zombies ghosts it's a mess um and sam uses his freaky psychic powers to exercise sam hain um which is a problem um and then we have that beautiful beautiful scene at the end with Cass and Dean at the park where Cass reveals to him that their orders weren't actually to raise the city to the ground. It was to follow Dean's orders, which Dean is sort of taken aback by. Um, (laughs) And we'll talk more about that conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Later in this episode. <laughs> so what are some themes in these episodes? Well, it, the four, four, uh, 4.2, it starts out with uh, with the same theme that has been running. I mean, that, that Supernatural is mainly about, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and it started, literally, I think it opens with Dean going... I was not groped by an angel. <laughs> yeah, so he is, even though like he has met Castiel at this point, he is uh, very against the idea that he was raised by an angel. And uh, he even asks Bobby um, if there were, there is another creature that could do that, raise someone from hell. And Bobby's like, I don't think so. I think angels are the only ones that can do that. So he kind yeah. of starts to, yeah. So again, the faith and Dean struggling with all of all of it and believing that some somebody or something, yeah, an angel, yeah, would. And mm-hmm. it's interesting too because taking that in consideration with the other two episodes today. Well, at the end of four o three, Cass tells him that something's going on with Sam and tells him where Sam is and we don't really talk about 404 but 404 starts with Dean finding out about Sam's extracurricular activities <laughs> as Cass put it yes <laughs> um, blood and, yes exactly <laughs> and uh and something about that seems to have changed Dean's tune on the angels because by 407 he's totally on the whole angel train he's he's like we should listen to the angels you're you know you shouldn't use your powers yeah, yeah. they're dicks but they're right about this. Yeah, I think it. These, I think he kind of when 
I mean, he theoretically, or not so theoretically, he did have a chance when Cass sent him back to uh, avert all this, to kind of save Sam, if he had killed the yellow-eyed demons, so, but he couldn't do anything. So I think at this point, the only only way he sees going this the right in the right direction and Sam not becoming the I don't know um abomination <laughs> that he's supposed to be <laughs> is probably to uh, start trusting the higher power in forms of angels yeah I guess yeah well and in the beginning of uh 402 you gotta love going along with the whole faith thing sam even has this line about this is becoming less and less about faith and more and more about proof yeah (laughs) yeah and they have more than enough proof of it at that point so i think um there is there is literally there is this thing being says if there is a god out there why would he give a crap about me but why yes. do i deserve to get saved i'm just a regular guy so i think yeah we have already talked about this like in all our episodes so far i think but this struggle it just keeps keeps coming back it just every time dean is talking about angels and being saved it is something that comes up yeah uh so maybe in the way I read it is that when, when Cass sends him back and sees that his mother made actually uh, was the one who made the deal with yellow-eyed demon, he kind of probably in his mind becomes responsible for all of it. So he is more open to celestial <laughs> help, I guess, uh, because, yeah... I guess he he is a regular guy, but he is responsible for what happened, or his mother is, and in that he is. And when he actually was the one who had the possibility to avert it and didn't, he also was complicit to it in a way. Yeah. Uh, so I guess yeah, all of that stacks up, and that's why he is more open to uh, angel input later on yeah yeah um but it's it's also i have to just add here it's so funny uh, him thinking that he is the uh, he's just a regular guy when he is like this (laughs) this celebrity in both heaven and hell because when he says that the next the scene that follows this one is exact uh, is ruby um talking to sam and uh, saying to him that yeah everybody knows an angel raised Dean like everybody's yeah. talking about it <laughs> of course I know about it it's like the hottest news yeah. around and then, and then then later I think it's somewhere season 12 or 13 when uh, I don't remember the episode but they I think they walk they are about to make a deal with some demon and uh, the brothers walk in and the demon is like, oh, the famous Winchester brothers. Mm-hmm. And Dean is like a random ass demon. <laughs> so they kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's famous. Another. And he doesn't like it. 
another theme that we've got going all of a sudden is this theme of biblical stuff obviously with the angels and demons we've got biblical stuff but with the apocalypse and now bobby is using the bible as lore and it's a little crazy and like it it uh one of the things that i i had a realization about uh was when in uh 407 when uriel says this isn't the first time i've purified a city i was like wait a minute what other <laughs> cities do we know of that have been purified by angels that would be sodom and gomorrah interesting <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so wow. the implications of that are crazy i just love uriel he's such a horrible horrible character but so fun to watch yeah yeah he's he, he's yeah. a horrible person but he's a great um, character he he would not be happy with that he is not a person he is an angel <laughs> he is not a mud monkey as puts it valid yeah uh, but uh, oh, also 4.2 brings us the famous shot at the end but before we get into that i actually wanted to ask if you um, do you i mean out of two brothers obviously sam is the one who does the reading all the time like if they have mm -hmm. to split tasks sam will always take the reading and then um dean will take the i don't know the action part i guess out of the two um and in this specific episode when he's like okay when dean is asking bobby okay what do we know about angels and then bobby gives him the stack of takes out the stack of books and put it, puts it on the table it's like let's get reading and actually dean is the one who stays behind and does the reading while sam is the one who goes out to like grab food yeah. or something which was yeah which was so interesting to me i mean i i kind of understand i think they do it because the sam has to get away to meet ruby and yeah. that's like but also when this is like the only instance that they are actually reading about angels and it's dean who does the reading it's just like it's odd and it's also placed in other themes that were probably not meant there but yeah I mean, it is there well you I would think that it might have to do with something just looking at it from Dean's point of view. So he's so adamant about the fact that this isn't angels. So either he's wanting to do the reading to prove that it isn't angels or he's wanting to do the reading to find out as much about angels as he possibly can because he's a good hunter yeah i just think he also doesn't trust them yet so he yeah. kind of wants to be wants to know everything just to be safe yeah as much as he can yeah, yeah. um before we get to that shot at the end there are a couple of pieces of dialogue that i want yeah. to talk about um well first of all okay 
I love the wing sound effect when the angels show up or leave. The little whoosh sound. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Um, this is when uh, Cass says angels are warriors of God. I'm a yeah. soldier. And then Dean, he, this is right after Cass has told him that this was a seal and he they were watching and dean's like why were you not helping us then so he's like so yeah why didn't you fight then and <laughs> and Cass says i'm not here to perch on your shoulder <laughs> which is exactly what exactly what he does for the next 12 years it makes me insane <laughs> you, know, you know i'm just gonna mention it here i don't know if people who are listening to this have seen black cells but if you haven't people please go watch black sales but there's this That's exact how Sally and i became friends yes <laughs> <laughs> it has been tested it works do it <laughs> friendship wise i mean um when there is this if you remember this this there's the there is the dialogue between two main main characters there there uh thomas and james who are canonically in love uh, and then Thomas is like, uh, I don't need someone to hold my hand. And James is like, well, okay. And then, the, I mean, what what he does for the next um, four seasons in that case, or uh, a bit shorter because, yeah, stuff happens that I'm not going to spoil it about is exactly <laughs> that. So, like, this, this for, for in my head, this is exactly like they, these two scenes parallel each other very well. And yeah. in, in Black Sail's case, we have this pairing that is canonically together. So that's yeah. interesting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I just love the little bit where where Cass is he's about to say the Lord works and then he interrupts <laughs> him. If you say mysterious ways, so help me, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> and then Cass just he literally puts his hands in the air like okay whatever <laughs> he just said he's a warrior he's a soldier and he's just like okay i give in <laughs> what <laughs> yeah i mean I, it's it's so interesting seeing these earlier episodes and the way cast is in them once you have seen the later seasons because even like the way he delivers lines i mean it's still dry and not very how to say it not how humans would speak technically not all the time but like in this episodes it feels like it's just something that he has uh like he's saying stuff like he has memorized those lines and just letting them out just speaking them yeah. without you know like it's like he's like coded in some weird way yeah yeah say, yeah you know like brainwashed uh which yeah in later season turns out is right <laughs> yep don't get it let's not get ahead, get ahead of yeah. ourselves yeah <laughs> um and then you should show me some respect. And then Isaacs. sex. This entire scene <laughs> makes me insane. Like, 
I have I have watched so much TV and so many movies, but I have never seen close-ups that are that close. I mean, Seriously? why would you? Why? Why would you give me like a, a shot that all I can see is literally Dean's eyes? Like I can't even see the entire entirety of his face. It's just like <laughs> half of it is cut. Kind of, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So intense think, yeah. and bizarre oh it's crazy but do it i have a question for you so do you think yeah. that Cass is actually bluffing at that point or about i mean returning yeah because does he does he yeah because like, does he know dean's purpose does he know that he saved the sword of michael or does he i mean how much does he know about his mission actually I don't think he he knows that much. I know I I think he knows that Dean is important and you know that he's the righteous man. Um but and I could be wrong about that. We'll see when we get to like 416 and stuff like that. Um but I I I don't know that he might be bluffing. He might be um, if if he were to teach Dean a lesson, I think it would yeah. be more like that scene in the alleyway at the end of season five. <laughs> you mean more physical? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. I think everybody everybody kind of agrees and knows that Dean is important. And I mean also like ghosts because it's it's all the I I because there's this ghost that tell, literally tells uh, tells Dean why do you deserve another chance Dean. So they know mm-hmm. that Dean was dead and then came back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, judging by that, they don't know what his purpose is, but they do know that he's back from the dead. Yeah. Um. No. So, uh, next episode, I just wanted to point out, uh, since I pointed out last time, um, the different ways that Cass touches people to perform miracles. Um, the, uh, (laughs) the touch for time travel at the beginning is two fingers to the forehead, but then Mm -hmm. at the end, it's just the hand on the shoulder, which that whole scene, like the hand on the shoulder, like he's comforting Dean. Yeah. I just don't. I, I'm. I'm not sure. He's known him for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we should get into this, but technically, we have seen Cass perform his miracles without touching people. Yes. Like there is no need for for him to touch anyone. Like he could literally not touch them and do the same thing. Yes. But, yeah. Well, I think that's yeah. It kind of probably also. They didn't. I, I could imagine that they didn't know 
well what worked uh, what way at the beginning because they were only coming up with angels and how they operated so it all got like mixed up between act- actors saying they think and yeah. then script saying something else and it got confused uh, confusing probably and Before, then yeah okay go ahead well and then the whole opening with him sitting there watching him sleep I I know we don't want to make this parallel, but we have to. Hello, Twilight. 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is this older than Twilight? When did Twilight? Uh, I think I mean, it's older than Twilight? Twilight. At least this. It actually, it might be around the same time. Wait. <laughs> Are you gonna Google it now? Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling it. Talking, you yeah. Google it. Um. Oh, it's Twilight. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. I went a little bit feral, uh, watching in the beginning this time because of the scene where Mary's talking about how she wants out of the life. Yeah. And I was just sort of like. And the look on Dean's face, I was just sort of like, holy crap, Dean is his mother's son. He yeah. doesn't want this. He wants an apple pie normal life, as we've seen in episodes like What Is and What Should Never Be and Dream a Little Dream of Me, which we didn't talk about on this podcast, but... Mm-hmm. This episode really brought to my attention that that uh, the way, yeah, Dean and his mom parallel each other, and also Sam and John in yeah. a way, because like both neither of them they just, you know, they were ob- oblivious to. I mean, John was oblivious to the hunter life, and uh, Sam wanted to be oblivious. He left, but yeah, none of that stuck. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. Okay, did you did you Google it? Yes, and turns out Twilight uh came out in two thousand eight and uh, season oh. four two thousand nine. So yeah. Okay. Twilight. So Twilight came first. Yeah. Kripke <laughs> ah! <laughs> knew what he was doing and he still did it. <laughs> Also, another thing to be like to go crazy about this is that even the age gap checks out. I mean, Dean is not a teenager and he is an adult, but why, 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 why? why? (laughs) Cassie is like four million or four hundred million years old. So I think it's safe to say it's still complicated to recall. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, fun fact for people who don't know. Uh, because they have normal lives unlike us. That scene, I, I'm probably you probably know this, but that scene when he's sitting there when Dean wakes up is the scene Misha has uh, said a lot about. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to paraphrase it, uh, it was the scene. Uh, I mean, the sitting down was Misha's idea, and then the director at the time or whoever was there on set giving orders, I guess. Uh, was like, don't do that because that's too gay. Don't sit on the bed, makes it look too gay. And then had they had this entire argument, and somehow I guess they kept the this version in. I don't know why, but yeah, here we are. Oh, 
Um, There's a scene with Dean and Cass in the car where Dean feels like he's figured out what he's supposed to do and with the yellow-eyed demon and stop the yellow-eyed demon from making the deal with his mom and yada yada. Um, And uh, Cass is like, uh, you realize that if you succeed here, you will not be brought up as hunters and all of these people that you've saved will die. Which is straight out of what is and what should never be. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When he goes to his he to John's grave, exactly. Yep. yep. And he says, mm-hmm. and he says, and you don't care. And Dean says, Oh, I care. I care a lot. But basically, I care about my family more. If yeah. I have the chance to save my mother basically i'm gonna take that yeah and i think yeah i think first of all yeah he has the right to do that (laughs) and second of all yeah they have also caused a lot of deaths the deaths Mm -hmm. and third of all oh yeah i forgot yeah Yeah, there are other hunters (laughs) yeah um Oh, it's a great pumpkin. Um, no if way you were a centuries old, are what are you done with in the beginning? Uh, yeah, no, I I wanted to uh, point out this this line Cass says about yes. destiny, and he's like, destiny cannot be changed, Dean. And then mm. when we yeah, when Chuck shows up for the first time, yeah. and when yeah, he's like, you are not supposed to be here or doing this, and then Cass goes. We are making making it up as we go. So like that's an interesting development for Caster, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you were a century as old hag and you could pick any costume, <laughs> would you go for a hot cheerleader? I would. Yeah. Uh non binary <laughs> Dean writes anybody? <laughs> uh. But they, they, I don't know how people wrote him like that and thought that was What like... is that line? <laughs> yeah. It's, it is insane. I just love, like, all his lines are incredible. Like, the way this guy talks is just... It's just crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then when Cass and Uriel show up, uh, and they're telling them to get out of town, Dean says, "You never questioned a crap order," which is ironic, you know, coming from Dean. And then Cass immediately is like, yeah. "When your father gave you an order, didn't you obey?" And Dean's sort of like. I just was like, how does he know about that? Like, how much does he know about Has he been me? watching this whole time? Or did he just get, like, a report before he went down <laughs> to hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He also, like, in earlier, uh, earlier uh, in the episode before this, when he's like, what were you dreaming about? And, I mean, the thing Dean was dreaming about were basically, like, flashbacks to hell. 
And that's such an interesting thing to ask when in future uh, future episodes we establish that Cass can actually dreamwalk <laughs> mm-hmm. and has been in Dean's dreams. Yeah. So it's all over. The continuity is non-existent or it's, it's something we haven't figured out yet. But <laughs> it's all over. Yeah. The um. I know we're a Destiel podcast, but can I just say, I find this version of Sam so compelling. I love him. He's so funny. That episode with the, when they meet for the first time and he's like full of adoration and respect and Cass just stands there. And the way Cass takes his hand, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like that guy. <laughs> like, <not> too... <laughs> like, why would you cover, I mean, when you are shaking hands, why would you cover the yes. other person? Sorry, the second hand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just it's it's odd to me. It's probably because yeah, he's weird at human interaction, but yeah. Yeah. Um since since I have this little problem with the way that they pronounce Sam Hain, I just had to <laughs> point out that neither of the witches nor Sam Hain actually use the name sam hayne at any point and i was sort of triumphant about that because i was like that's because they're going to pronounce it correctly (laughs) (laughs) okay what what is the correct for now i want to know what's the correct pronunciation of sam hayne sawin oh okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) yes okay and then we're here at that scene at the park where wow where is your story <laughs> i just wrote down at the beginning of this this fucking scene <laughs> this if like okay i'm i have the feeling that a lot of our listeners who were watching back when this was airing I have a feeling that this is probably a turning point for a lot of people. Including Castiel, yes. Yes, <laughs> oh, for sure. But like, yeah, as a shipper, I, I I, feel like, you know, I'd be like, sort of like, you know, okay, I like these two. And then the scene would happen and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, do you um do you think because I have heard I have read about this that um partly Castiel got his parts of his uh, lines or whatever from it was cut from Anna's uh because Anna was supposed to Anna was supposed to be there longer. Yeah, there uh, there are a lot of rumors swirling about what exactly was the situation with Misha and Cass and Anna. So I just wonder if this was supposed to be actually like Anna's line or how exactly were they gonna, I mean, what was exit for Castiel originally? What was planned for I it? think, I think the uh, death of Castiel was supposed to be um, at the hands of Alistair um in the middle of the uh two-parter anna storyline yeah um i think that's when it was supposed to be that's that's at least 
where I've kind of put it in my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll talk about that more when we get to that episode, which... But this, yeah, this feels such... This is such a huge thing, this entire dialogue and this scene, because... Yeah. I mean, if you, you it's kind of like Pandora's box. Like, if you, you open it, it's, it's you can't close it again. Like, a lot of things are yeah. happening here. So that's why I'm asking, Was I was just curious if this was, like, originally Castiel's line or they just, you know, cut and chop yeah. and, yeah, put it together in it. It's a good question, way. and I don't know that we'll ever know <laughs> for sure, but it's it's definitely things to talk about. Um, yeah. Some lines here, because I'm not going to read the whole scene because that would be too much, but um, when Cass reveals what his true orders were and Dean is like your orders were to follow my orders and then Cass continues to follow Dean's orders for 12 years yeah he is like that he's a himbo what can I say <laughs> <laughs> I like that um and then, and then uh, I didn't write down what Dean's joke was, but he makes some dumb joke, and Cass actually laughs at it, and it's like it is so cute. Yes, puppy dogs and rainbows. But like, what what gets me the most is that when he sa- says, like the the words he uses, like, can I tell you something I have never told another soul before, yes. or something like. First of all, like the use of I've words. I've got that written so, down. Yeah. <laughs> and then second of all, that this human who hasn't been on Earth for like 2,000 years or something and it is like millennia old and I don't know, did he go to sleepovers? Did they share secrets there at Angel Sleepovers? I don't know, but like this is so intimate. Yeah. There is no denying that. And the way he's worried like the way he's like, I'm not actually a bad guy. <laughs> I mean, it's the, yeah. it, this speech is literally that. He's like, yeah, you got me wrong. Yeah, please don't think that uh, I am like th- like that because I'm not. I'm actually really worried about stuff here yeah, and, and about I how was... you see me. Yeah, yeah, I was praying that you would choose to save this town. The idea of an angel praying this early on this is such an interesting thing because i think yeah that cast is like at crossroads like he still believes in god and has faith and believes in heaven but also because he has started to doubt, uh, have doubts he's also like starting to believe in dean and it's like he's in the middle yeah so he, he kind of prays like an outsider would because angels obviously wouldn't pray. Yeah. But at the same time, he's also still an insider. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so what you were saying. Can I tell you something if you promise not to tell another soul? Okay. I'm not a hammer, as you say. I have questions. I have doubts. I don't know what is right. 
and what is wrong anymore. A love confession this early in my supernatural. Well, and, well, and even, I mean, ignoring that, like, I have doubts, an angel having doubts. Because of Dean, but like the the, <laughs> but he it really is because of Dean because f- f- ever since like the first episode Castro Kes- dub Dean is always like he Dean is actually very hard on him. He's like, why didn't you guys help when you're if your God exists? Like, why is he not helping? Why are you just blindly following orders? And he's like, you know, he's trying to push him, and I think at this point it. It's clear that he has succeeded. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're just gonna sit here. Cricket sounds. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in stunned silence. At, I mean, this is his third, fourth episode. Fourth episode. Fourth episode, and, yeah. Uh, I, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, I just, they really hit gold with this. I mean, an angel having doubts is just, yeah. It, it's, it's so poetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's it's more profound than i think they meant it to be yeah 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 that's why i'm saying uh, that it's very interesting to me how they were gonna continue that until castle was supposed to die because yeah yeah but it would have been very interesting to see Dean's reaction to Cass dying that early on. That I mean, would it have been brushed good. over brushed over just like any other death? Or would he it have been like something that was more I mean, bigger and more impactful for Dean? I don't know. Yeah. Well, speaking of if we're going by what I think is where Cass was supposed to be killed off. That's coming up next episode on Hella Radio. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about 409 and 410. I know what you did last summer and heaven and hell. So, yeah, those are some good episodes. <laughs> As every episode with Cass is. This is true. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> but uh yeah, so join us next time on Heller Radio. Please do. And also uh let us know what your original thoughts were when you saw the scene at the end of four seven and yeah. this entire exchange about cast not being hammer and so on and so on. Whether you watched live or not. I, I just want to know what your reaction was. Was this 
yeah was this the scene that made made you ship them romantically or was it another scene i don't know let us know all right have a good week guys bye thank you for listening to hello radio i'm nora rose and i'm sally you can find us on twitter tumblr and instagram at heller radio theme music was provided by kalua and thank you so much to josh for being our wonderful editor Let me cry.